The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Just about 3.07 on the Central Coast on this Monday, January 30th, 2023. I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition, another week of Hometown Radio. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you're going to have a great week, and I especially hope that you'll join us throughout the week. We are with you all the way till 7 o'clock today on this broadcast. Straight ahead at 4.05, Molly Clark checks in from Cal Poly Arts. Boy, she's busy. A lot of great shows coming up. We'll uh, preview them. Any free tickets? Well, maybe, just maybe. Let's see what kind of mood Molly is in. Chris Aaron, former Pastor Robles school board member and a longtime friend of this broadcast. At 5.05, let's talk about Florida Governor DeSantis and his decision to block an advanced placement high school class on African-American studies. Should the governor of any state be doing that, regardless of the content? Uh, we'll hear from Chris. We'll hear from you. Travel writer Tom Wilmer at 6.05. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. First up, I don't need to remind you of the heavy rains that pummeled the Central Coast and other parts of California. And I know a lot of you either directly suffered damage or you know people who uh, suffered damage. So something happens to your house. Maybe you're flooded. Maybe you've got a hole in your ceiling and you're insured. One would think that you could just pick up the phone and call your friendly insurance agent and they'd come take care of things and cover you. That is not necessarily the case. Always good to be in conversation with San Luis Obispo homeowner, Rosh Wright. Rosh, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, Dave. How are you? Uh, you should be saying I'm frustrated. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm frustrated, <laughs> damn it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, let's back up. Uh, I want to set the stage here. Okay. Uh, obviously, the accent... Uh, underscores the fact that you're British. You had a tough five weeks back in your native country. I did. I had to have a, an unexpected, unplanned, unscheduled trip uh, to England uh, just before Thanksgiving. I mean, I had Thanksgiving plans. I had Christmas plans, what have you. But uh, my younger brother had to have a pretty emergent surgery. Uh, which was supposed to go swimmingly, and he was supposed to sail through it with about five, maximum seven days in the hospital, and that's not what happened. Mm. He ended up 15 days in the hospital, and then even when he got home, he was not well. We ended up six days, six hours on Christmas Day in what they call A&E, Accident and Emergency, which is mm. R-E-R, um, and then I flew back on December the 27th, tired, exhausted. December 27th, yeah. December 27th, yeah. yeah. Emotionally uh, distraught, thinking that I was going back to my 
wonderful little house. You have a beautiful home in San Luis Obispo. I've been your guest several times. You've been there over a decade, so you know the house pretty well. Yes. What kind of condition would you say the house prior to all this was in? Well, I would say that it was in very, very good condition. In fact, uh, just for my own good, I actually had an appraisal done shortly before I went to England. And the appraiser walked around and said, I cannot believe this house. There is not a crack. I cannot see any flaws in this house at all. This is so well kept up. I had also had a roofer come out probably in about August, September, uh, because I didn't know how old the roof was when I bought the house, I thought, well, maybe it's, maybe I should have somebody look at the roof, make sure it's okay. And the roofer said, your roof is fine. I have an amazing handyman who does incredible work. He has told me my roof is fine. Um, and a friend of mine who happens to know roofs uh, said that my roof is fine. So I think my roof is fine. So the verdict um, was the roof is in good shape. Yes. All right. The only thing in my house that, it, that is a problem that I didn't find out until I'd been in the house for five years is that in my basement, the basement You have a basement. I have a basement. And, you know, I remember when I bought the house, I was down in the basement. I saw this strange-looking thing over in the corner, and I didn't pay it any attention. And for five years, I didn't have to pay it any attention. And one day I walked home, and I heard this strange noise. And I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Finally found it down in the basement. And it was a sump pump. I actually have a sump pump in my basement wow. because my basement sort of weeps. It mm-hmm. seeps. Yeah. And that I've known about. When it, when it rains very hard, it will do that. And yes, the sump pump might fail for some reason. Right. Something gets stuck. And then I've got three inches of water in my basement. But so I know about that. you're in a house that has been rendered as being in good shape. Yes. And you have a great roof. And yes. you hear the rains are coming. But you're not worried. Correct. Because you're in a safe house. Yes. So what happened, Rush? So on the morning of January the 9th, uh, I opened the door between my bedroom and bathroom at about, I know, 7.30 in the morning. And as I opened the door, water gushed down on top of me, literally. I mean, just gushed down on top of me and took me by surprise. I, I couldn't figure out what was happening. I thought, did I leave a window open? <laughs> um, and I looked up and there was a hole in my ceiling. How big? At that point, it was about mm, six inches across. How big is it today? Well, because it was like a hammock, what had happened was the water was sitting like a, in a hammock in the ceiling. And when I opened the door, the top of the door broke the bottom of the hammock and the water fell out. But obviously I had this big sagging hammock. So um, I am so lucky my handyman walked in the storm to my house and cut cut out all the the sort of soggy bit that was going to fall in on my head. So now it's about two foot by two foot. So we got a two foot by two foot hole in mm-hmm. your ceiling. Maybe even three foot by three foot. Uh, but anyway, you walk yeah. in and the water's coming down. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell's yeah. going on? Yeah. So what do you do? How do you deal with this other than calling your handyman? Well, that was the first thing I did because I wanted to make sure that the water did, you know, that I didn't get more water in. So that was the first thing I I did, and I can tell you that's an amazing story, and the man deserves a medal. But I also thought, well, I better call my homeowner's insurance. And I have to say that I haven't had much experience with dealing with homeowners. Who, who, who covers you? AAA. All right, AAA. Okay. Yeah. 
And I, with AAA, I have been for decades as a AAA, you know, roadside yeah, assistance sure. person. And me, since me too. I've had this house, which is over 10 years, I've got homeowners, uh, earthquake, and umbrella insurance with them and my car. So, so what were you expecting AAA to do? Uh, I thought that uh, they, I actually thought they would send somebody locally, an adjuster locally, uh, to look at the damage and tell me, yes, here's a check. <laughs> um, uh, but nothing like that happened. I actually talked to somebody in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas? Yes. Wow. And she said, uh, well, is water coming in? I said, well, my handyman has come over. He has put as an emergency whatever we could get hold of. I mean, he would have used chewing gum if needed, anything to stop the water coming in. He didn't use chewing gum. He yeah. did look, He did use roofing materials. but um, And then he secured a piece of plastic over, and I said, at the moment, no water's coming in. And she said, well... Uh, we have a mitigation service called Service Master, and uh, would you like us to send them out? They can look at the damage, see if there's any further damage that could be caused and advise you, blah, blah, blah. I know nothing, so I say yes. Let me stop you there. Rosh Wright on this broadcast talking about her recent experience with the storm and what it did to her house and her ongoing battle with the insurance company. This story to be continued, I urge you to stick around. I'm Dave Congleton on AM 920, FM 96.5 News Talk, KVEC. I'm fixing a hole where the rain gets in and stops my mind from wondering where it will go. You have landed on the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Rosh Wright is here, San Luis Obispo homeowner. When the uh, storms came earlier this month, she found herself with a hole in her roof. So she called her insurance agent and ended up speaking to a woman in Austin, Texas, who, as we pick up the story, says, not to worry, we're going to send Service Master. Yeah. So two guys arrive from Service Master, and they start measuring water on my uh, walls with a meter thing and this, that, and the other. And um, they say, well, yeah. And they go up and they take a look at the roof and they come down and they say, well, uh, we see that somebody has put some uh, sort of black tar stuff and we can see that somebody has put plastic over, uh, but we could put a tarp over and we and it would be secured. And the insurance company, they talked to the insurance company and they said, you know, make sure you do everything to mitigate further damage. Um, so would you like us to put this tarp up for you? It will cost you about $500. And I thought, hmm, if I say no and there is further damage, the insurance company is going to say you didn't approve the tarp. Right. Uh, and therefore, we won't approve any further damage. So you spend the $500. And then some. The guys go up there and they say, oh, by the way, it's $950. And I'm talking about a tarp the size of a bed sheet. Wait, 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 you you don't got, even have to climb on the roof for. <laughs> How did it go from 500 to $950? Don't ask me. They made a call to, you know, their people called their people or whatever, and all of a sudden it went from 500 to 950 $950 for uh, covering the size of a bedsheet. 
Yes, and they okay. were up on the roof. And like I say, it's, this is not my main roof. It's not the main house roof. It's a little area. It's a little sunroom and the bathroom are a little bit on the back of the house. And they didn't even have to go up a ladder. They could they could get onto it and, and tie it down. It took them 20, 30 minutes max. But we're talking about a roof that was inspected by a professional appraiser who said that your house was in great shape. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. So by that time, I imagine, Rosh, that there are red flags dropping. At that point, I thought, I thought, well, they're going to make whatever report they make to this Debbie Burns in Austin, Texas, and she will say, yes, we're going to cover this. <laughs> I kept thinking that yeah. a few times too often. Um, instead, she said, all right, well, uh, I understand that you're – that you approved the tarp, and I'm like, well, that's not exactly the language I use, but I suppose I did approve it. She said, well, it will be covered. If we cover your loss, we will cover the tarp. And I thought, okay, then it's probably going to get covered. Yeah. Other than my $1,000 deductible. I thought, okay, so the tarp is my deductible, basically. Okay, fine. So then she says, no, the next thing that will happen is a local adjuster will, well, California is actually from LA, adjuster will come out and take a look and he will report back to us, and then we'll make the decision. AAA doesn't have anybody local. I don't think so. Or maybe, they were, in fairness, they might have been busy with True. Yes. everything else going on. Yes. I want to be fair here. Yes. All right. Yes. So uh, this guy, Andrew Delaney, was actually very, very nice, and he came, and he said, your roof is in great shape. <laughs> 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 and he said, and your handyman obviously did a, Good job at making sure more water get wouldn't get in. And I, he said, I can barely see under that plastic that he put up down so firmly. He did such a good job, i.e. you didn't really need the tarp. Uh, uh, he said, and the way he said everything, he was really nice. He said, I, I can't imagine this not being covered. He said, seems to me this is going to be covered. I've been doing this for... 580 years or whatever he said. And so I felt really good. So he, and he's giving me all these, you know, um, it, you know, so all this information on how to handle this, that, and the other. I mean, and and, really and how soon was he on site after the initial damage was reported? About within a week. Okay. Less than a week. All right. Yeah. Um, so then. So, so far, so good. So far, very good. All right. And then the other shoe dropped, whatever the expression is. I get notified, and I literally, I think it was a phone call first. A phone call first saying, your damage has been determined to be wind-driven rain, and we don't cover wind-driven rain. And as my niece Robin said... What other kind of rain is there? <laughs> um, so I was, I mean, I was just floored. I was floored. And I'm sure, was this an email or letter? That was a phone call. Oh, phone and then call. she said, yeah. I'll be sending you a letter uh, and sending you the part of the insurance policy that shows why we're not covering it. And so. And did you react at all? Or are you just like absorbing the news? Um. I was really, I was so shocked. Um, I think I did say, but 
I've been told that my roof's fine, and you know, I, I mean, I think I started gabbling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, just uh, in this total disbelief. Um. The, you know, the, sure, because you weren't expecting that response. Yeah, when I the, get it. When the insurance adjuster had said, "I can't imagine this," and I and then I subsequently phoned him. I said, "Guess what? It wasn't covered." What do you say? He said, "Seriously?" <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I can't imagine." He said, "Well, interest because by this time, I had told Debbie Burns that you know I felt that the woman in Austin, yeah, that further investigation was needed. Well, she must have got in touch with him." Um, and he said, she wants me to come by and measure the pitch of the roof. I guess he hadn't done that. And I didn't see him, but he came by the house and measured the pitch and sent that to her. Meanwhile, the whole disaster, federal disaster declaration happened. Right. So I decided to be like the first person in the door last Tuesday at the vet's hall to talk to FEMA and the California Department of Insurance, I had determined that I was going to report that to them. And what was that experience like? Great. Everybody was great. I started out with FEMA. I mean, there's, you know, it's paperwork on paperwork, and, and you have to do SBA, even though I don't, you know, I'm, I wasn't looking for an SBA loan, but they said, oh, you, you have to fill out the SBA paperwork as well. And then I went over to the California Department of Insurance and that guy said, I've been working in this business for 35 years, blah, 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 everything. And he said, I can't believe that. He was very, very shocked. And he called his supervisor or somebody at the California Department. And he was, I mean, everybody's just been totally surprised. The FEMA people were surprised. Everybody's just been totally surprised. So he said to fill out the forms, <laughs> more forms for an appeal which I have done. So then I get, so I received the letter and, and the paperwork From AAA. Of, of the denial. And a friend of mine who has been through, see, I haven't really dealt with insurance that much, but a friend of mine who has read the letter and pointed out what is actually a, a discrepancy, almost like a contradiction in the letter. And I gave her permission to actually deal directly with Debbie Burns. Um, and so she wrote this letter pointing out this discrepancy and saying, we would like this bumped up to your manager. What's the discrepancy? So it says, um, the inspection found no wind or trauma-related damage to the exterior of your home. And then two sentences down, it says, further investigation revealed damage to your interior bathroom. It's considered to be wind-driven rain. Well, it can't be both. Exactly. And actually, there was no wind-driven rain inside my bathroom. The wind-driven rain, if it was anywhere, was on the roof. Yeah. Um, and did Debbie Austin respond? Well, yes. I got a phone call from her saying that she had, they have now heard the, uh, the appeal information from the California Department of Insurance. They've received that. They've received my friend's uh, request that this be bumped up, and they are bumping it up, and they are sending out uh, another roof person on Wednesday afternoon. Another roof person will be coming out to, to check on my perfect roof. So when you say bumping up, does that, that just means you want uh, a mucky muck higher exactly. up the chain yeah, to exactly. review this? Yes, and he actually did call and leave me a message saying that he's reviewing it, and they are sending out this 
this roof. These roof people will be out on Wednesday afternoon. I think you should send them a podcast of this interview, Rush. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I'm just a suggestion. I just said, Absolutely. You know, I want a local radio station. I just had to share this story with with our listeners here in the community. Yeah. I would, well, I would, I would strongly suggest that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I put it on Facebook and everybody said, go to Dave Congleton. So here I am. Um, you know, get it out there. And I'd be really interested, you know, if you open up the phone lines at any point to hear if anybody else has anything to say about all this. Yeah, we'll do that after the news. Yeah. Rosh Wright on this uh, broadcast. And I know a lot of people have suffered damage. We're not uh, singling Rosh out, but here's the deal. She's had this insurance. She's paid on her insurance. The uh, appraiser comes out and says she's got a great roof. And so what if I came to your house today, what would I see? You'd see 95% of a f- perfect house, and then you'd see a tarp, and under the tarp, you'd see a hole. And if you walked into my bathroom, you'd see a two or three foot by two or three foot gaping hole that has also been covered up with plastic. At what point is it going to be repaired? I think I have to wait until I get uh, some sort of a something from either AAA or FEMA um, to you know, to say go ahead and repair. I think um, I have to do that. All right. Um, We are having technical problems with California headline news today, so we're not going to be able to do that for you. But we do have ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with time saver traffic and weather together. We will continue our conversation with Rosh. We'll also invite your thoughts as well. This could happen to you. How good is your insurance? How covered are you? We're live, we're local. You're listening to Hometown Radio. And yes, you're in good hands. We are in conversation with Rosh Wright. She has a hole in her roof from the recent rains, and she's trying to get the insurance company to pay for it. Good luck. Let's take a call. Lisa joins us on KVEC. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Dave. How are you doing? We're good, Lisa. Well, actually, I don't have a problem right now, but um, you know, I've had my auto with AAA for a million years. But I have a couple of rentals out in Cayucas, and uh, this was probably about, oh, I don't know, four or five years ago. I don't know if you remember when we had, like, 70-mile-an-hour winds. Uh, one of my rentals has a rolled roof on it, and it's flat. And with that wind, and it was raining, it unrolled totally and, of course, damaged a couple places inside the house. My insurance company that I've got for those rentals took care of everything. Oh, Lisa. Yep, we lost Lisa. I'm sorry. Oh, that's too bad because I'd have liked to have known which insurance company took care of it. Um, Actually, at the Department of Insurance, when I said that the reason given was wind driven rain they were like uh, the man said i've never heard of that i've been in this industry for 35 years i cannot believe that and um he bumped it up and uh, to his supervisor and they said they'd never heard of that lisa if you get to a better location call us back if you want in on this conversation we welcome your phone calls for rush 805-543-8830 
or 800-549-5832. Her insurance company, in this case, AAA, but it's not just AAA. I've heard uh, similar stories about other insurance companies uh, is denying any coverage for Rosh because what's the term? It's wind-driven wind rain? Wind-driven rain, yes. Hmm. On the Stolberg line, on the Stolberg Tatum text line, I am noticing lots of money spent by her insurance, but not on repairing the damage. Good point. I mean, I'm sure that the 950 for the tarp wasn't the only money they had to pay Service Master to come out. Um, and now they're paying for a roof person to come and inspect the roof. And they paid, obviously, they paid their internal adjuster or maybe as a con- contact adjuster. I don't know. But yes, very good point. Also on the Stolberg Tatum text line, I suggest your guests look for a different home insurance company. AAA may be good for car insurance, but they're not known for home insurance companies like uh, Nationwide, American Family, Farmers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What made you go with AAA? Just because you use them for roadside? Yes. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Let me see if we got Lee. Lisa, are you back with us? Yeah. Okay. I'm not quite sure what happened. I was coming down the grade. All right. So you were saying... Okay. Yes, I uh, don't know how much you heard, but uh, many years ago there was 70 mile an hour winds with rain, and I have a rental in Cayucas with a flat roof that was rolled on, and it rolled off. Uh, do I still have you? Yep, we're listening. Hey, great. Uh, anyway, um, my insurance, I'm with farmers. Uh, they took care of everything and even did a little extra. And the only thing I was out was my deductible, and they were wonderful. I'm really surprised with AAA with, with her having that experience. Yeah, I'm surprised too because I've used, I'm like Lisa, or excuse me, I'm, I'm like Rush. I've used AAA for years for roadside assistance. I've never had a problem with them. I've got my auto insurance through AAA. Hmm. And I've never had a problem. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, if she doesn't get any satisfaction, I think it's time for her to check out other uh, insurance agencies. Lisa, thanks for checking in. 805-543-8830-800-549-5832 if you want to weigh in on this conversation. Well, now we have somebody on the Stolberg-Tatum text line arguing that State Farm is equally bad. Their inspectors are terrible. Well, I don't know. I mean, I have State Farm, and I've never had a problem with them. And I've had I've had uh, water damage at my house, and State Farm was very good in my case. But they're going to vary, aren't they, Rosh? I suppose. I mean, I don't know enough about the industry. I, I know about it a lot from the healthcare industry, having worked, you know, being a nurse and worked in that industry. Uh, but I don't know, you know, I haven't had that much experience. When you read the paperwork, did that clarify anything for you? What it clarified for me is that I think the whole industry needs to be overhauled because I go through and it has listed all these things that it doesn't cover, you know, flood, surface water, tidal waves, tsunamis, this, that, and the other. Give it listing all these things that it doesn't cover. I have not found what it does cover. All right. Alicia is in a task at Errol. Hi, Alicia. Dave. Hey, Alicia. Um, I just turned on your show and um i i understand people are talking about their insurance companies yes and damages and if i could just share a moment's worth of my 
the hell of a life I've had for sure. the last three weeks. Sure. Uh, I have been with Allstate for four, 34 years. Uh, when my house began to flood and had about, oh, I don't know, eight inches of water throughout, I called my carrier. I called my agent, and then they referred me to the claims department who said, Alicia, do not worry. We've got you covered. You're fine. You've got a lot of money available to you for housing and food and clothing. And our our inspector will be contacting you to come and look at the damages. And so there we went. And I didn't report it to, uh, to anyone to start caring about the place and, and removing the water and such because I thought Allstate was handling it. Yeah. Five days later, I got a call late in the day from Allstate saying, we are so sorry, you are not covered for flood. And, in fact, we will no longer pay for your accommodation. And so, um, see you around campus. And I said, gosh, you know, you're... Alicia? It's two in a row now. All right, Alicia, we've lost you. This isn't on us, is it, Craig? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right. Alicia, call back. I want to hear the rest of the story. George is in Santa Margarita. Hey, George. Hello, Dave. Hey, George. Uh, the one issue I, I feel most people have with insurance companies is that every policy is reviewed by the insurance company's lawyers. And I would venture to say it's close to 100% accurate that when people buy insurance, they don't have the policy reviewed by their lawyers, and they just sign it and write the check. And I think that's the biggest problem with insurance companies. Rosh, any thoughts on that? I mean, yeah. I mean, I certainly hear what you're saying, but my thing is, I can't find anywhere where it says what it does cover. If it listed out what it does cover, that would be, to me, far more helpful. I also think that you, you're dealing with a lot of people in a lot of difficult situations. I mean, some people can, you know, wouldn't know how to navigate that, and I. It would be nice if the insurance companies were a little bit on our side, but they just it just feels as if they're not, judging from everything everybody said. George? Well, you know, I, I'm an average person. I'm a senior citizen, and, and sometimes I hear these stories, and I, I just, I'm just hearing elder abuse all over the place because, uh, quite frankly, most people can barely afford their insurance premiums, let alone hire an attorney to uh, interpolate their policy. Well, exactly. Plus, you know, the la- you know the language is difficult. But I just think I just think if it's anything like healthcare insurance, which I'm very familiar with, there are so many ways to get around things. And I think uh, what many people have said to me is, don't accept it. Don't accept the denial until you've bumped it up to supervisors. Just keep bumping it up the hierarchy. So that's where I'm at at the moment. Yeah. George, anything else you want to say? Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very satisfied with State Farm, to be honest with you. Um, uh, although uh, 
you know, fire insurance is going up. Uh, the best position to be in is to own your place free and clear, so you are in the position to negotiate. Otherwise, they kind of have you over a barrel. Yeah, if you're in that position. George, thanks for checking in. We'll take a quick break, come back for a final segment with Rosh Wright. I'm Dave Congleton. This is KVEC. All right, just joining us, Rosh Wright uh, woke up and there was a big hole in her ceiling and there's water everywhere in her bathroom. And her insurance company, AAA, said, yeah, too bad, they're not going to cover it because it's wind. Wind-driven rain. All right. We have Alicia back with us. Alicia, I'm sorry we lost you. That's okay. I think it was my end. All right. So um, you had eight inches of uh, water and you had, I'm sorry, what was your insurance company? Allstate. All right. And they're like, they're not going to cover you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's their slogan? You're in good hands. Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they're not covering any part of the damage. The interior damage is above $80,000. And that's, you know, not including furniture replacement, and which most of which is gone. Um, there has been mold because I was waiting for Allstate, and um, I can't even go in there because of my lung disease. So dear friends have been helping me pack stuff up so that um, Central Coast Casualty can get in and do the work. Um, I'm staying with with my friend that that um, shares my house and my three dogs and we're staying at home to suites in Atascadero and these folks have been so welcoming and kind and helpful hmm. were you um, did you think about appealing your decision Alicia well <laughs> I I'm thinking of getting in touch with the insurance commissioner And I've been asking for two and a half weeks now for the letter of claim denial, and they're saying, oh, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. Well, FEMA would like to have that. Yeah. Hang on a second, Rush. Yes, I had the same issue. I asked them to email me. I don't know if you have that facility, but I asked them to email me the letter, um, and so I could forward it. Um, electronically to FEMA and the California Department of Insurance. That's who um, have actually the California Department of Insurance have themselves approached my AAA insurance and told them to uh, review review the denial again. Squeaky wheel, Alicia. Squeaky Absolutely. wheel. Yes, yes. And, and the agent, the local agent, actually said, well, let me back up. They they denied all coverage, but they said they would pay for the accommodations um, to date when they decided to not cover me. And the insurance agent said the reason they did that is because they know they were wrong. Oh. Yikes. Interesting. So <laughs> it's just been, it's just been. I'm going to guess, um, I'm going to guess you're not going to stay with Allstate. I well, I can't change now because nobody will take me. I've already checked on that. Well, um, because they don't want to insure a house that's 
not livable, you know? Yeah. Um, I am actually going to send an email to Salud Carbajal to his office has been, I have actually contacted them because I contacted them to ask about sort of how to navigate everything because I didn't know how. And they were very helpful. Um, and but I also want to consider state as well because you have a state insurance commissioner. So you might want to contact, I don't know, John Laird, Don Addis. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Alicia, what else do you want to say? I just... Uh, Hang in there, everybody. The the FEMA people and everybody down at um, the vets hall that they are so helpful yeah. and caring. Yeah. And I've been told that a lot of the FEMA people have actually been through catastrophic situations, so they understand the pain and the anguish and the the angst. Yeah. Um. So if you're listening and you haven't applied, go and talk to them. Get over there to the Vet Center. All right, Alicia, thank you very much for calling in today. If you want in on this conversation, we need to hear from you now, please. 805-543-8830 is the number. We've got Reg on KVEC. Hi, Reg. The man with the golden mic wants to do more, more goodwill. Awesome. Uh, you just briefly hit on the top of, on the topic right there. Don Addis, who's a uh, state assemblywoman, you probably cut through a lot of red tape to do with that. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, Jordan Cunningham, when he was our president before that, which was to do with EDD claims, now you got water situation. I'm very involved. Uh, my forte basically was in the house of demolition, and we're dealing with 367 different structures to water damage that are actually cascaded in Boulder Creek wall that actually up in the Santa Cruz area. So Don Adams is an excellent person. She's a people person. And uh, I would perhaps draft a letter to her and get it going on with her power affiliation to do with her state insurance commissioner. I think it's a great suggestion, Reg. What do you think about these stories you're hearing today about the insurance companies not coming through? You have to be able to sit and apply uh, navigating pressure, and what happens is you have to uh, be able to turn to your local politicians. That's what they're there for. Donna Addis, I don't necessarily agree with her on a political view. She's an outspoken person. She's an advocate for the community. And you've got to go to those people where you get the help, and you need to have that pressure, much like Jordan Cunningham did the same thing with EDV, where people are not getting it done. And we've just got to direct those to people that are that are givers and helpers in all situations. You're going to navigate it. It's, it's going to have to be done. It's like going down a river and you've got, you got debris or you're dealing with Tyler or Tyler Doan with a situation where they're trying to serve, yep. save and you've got different situations. So, you know, to each, to each its own day, continue to be your at, get that golden mic going on. You're doing an impeccable job as always. Thank you. Thank you, Reg. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. There's a call to action. Yeah, yeah. It's up to Don Addis and uh, John Laird to yeah. help people like you rattle the cage of the state insurance commissioner who in turn can rattle the cages of these different insurance companies well as i said earlier i think the whole industry needs to be overhauled because that i mean you buy insurance so that you feel insured you don't buy insurance so that you're left hanging um and that and poor alicia i mean she's obviously in a far worse state than i am um but if these things can happen, then there's something wrong with the system. I mean, can you imagine the situation Alicia is in? A house has eight inches of water. She's forced to stay in a hotel. Then the insurance company calls up and says, oh, by the way, we're not going to pay for your hotel anymore. Yeah. 
So there needs to be a way for us to get insured and feel that we are insured. And it seems that it's a crapshoot to know who to insure with. I'll be honest with you. I am uh, with State Farm, and I've got your basic homeowner's coverage. But I'll be darned if I could tell you exactly what I'm covered for and what I'm not covered for. Well, go home. It'll tell you everything you're not covered for. But if if you find anything that you actually are positively, if they actually say you are covered for the following... I'd be very surprised because all I can find is what I'm not covered for. Yeah. Now, you'd like to leave AAA, but as Alicia just pointed out, it may be hard for you to get coverage from somebody else. Probably not as hard as her because mine is, you know, much, much smaller situation. But, yeah, could could well be. Hmm. And see, that that alone is why I think the system needs to be overhauled. Because you make a claim, you should not be therefore denied from every other insurance company. That is... That is a flawed system. Uh, what's the takeaway? What's the lesson learned from this whole experience, Rush? Don't turn home. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond that. Um, it's, it, I've, you know, I don't know that I have learned anything except that I'm sort of angry at the system. And and what Reg just said is that we need to put pressure on the people who can make the change. You and I can't make these changes. It's got to come from higher up. So where are we on your journey on this? You're waiting for what? I'm waiting for the roof, for another roof inspector person to come on Wednesday and determine whether or not it was wind-driven rain. I'm wondering if it's just a situation where they just make these decisions, betting that you're not going to challenge it. That's what a lot of people have said to me. So that's why I, I suppose another takeaway uh, take is don't don't take no for an answer until you've opened every single door, unturned every stone, or whatever the expression is. Uh, squeaky wheel. Yeah. And if you don't get an answer at one level, then you keep going to the next level. Right. You keep asking for the supervisor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that's fine. All right. We got about a minute left. Final thoughts? Final thoughts. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. And again, I'd like to say that it was it was the community and, you know, the people who, like Reg, admire what you do that said, get on the Dave Congleton show. So here I am. Um, we, we rattle things. We cause yeah, trouble. Well, I, I do think that you should, when we post the podcast tonight at 920kvc.com, you should send the link to the insurance agents and say, look, we went on, we talked about it on the radio, and I'm not the only one who's concerned about coverage by insurance. Yeah. See what they say. Yeah. What else for a final thought? Um, well, anybody out there who's struggling with this, uh, don't give up. Just keep. Just keep on it and keep the pressure on the insurance company and contact your your agent, all the agencies, FEMA and the Department of Insurance. Yeah. Use all you can to help you through this because it's not easy. And I underscore, last week we had the representative of FEMA and the Small Business Administration. And they're set up with all these other agencies over at the Vets Hall, and you've been there. 
I have, and it's yeah, it's very, it's a smooth running machine. You go in, and they have all the different agencies all around, and you go to whichever one you want. Not only that, you can pick up some nice snacks. They're giving nice snacks. And I believe the deadline's <laughs> in March for a full application. So yeah. you go, and even the if you've lost your driver's license, they've got a DMV booth there. Yes, it really is one stop shopping to help anyone affected by the recent floods. Yes, Rosh, good to see you. Sorry that Thank it had you. to be under these circumstances. Please keep us posted, and good luck with everything. Will do. Thank you very much, Dave. All right, off we go. We've got ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with time saver traffic and weather together. Get ready. Up next, Molly Clark from Cal Poly Arts. Boy, she has been busy lately. All sorts of great shows coming our way. You're listening to the Dave Congleton Show. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.